Mr. Brian, what's new in your zoo? You know, it's funny how you say zoo because we have a story about that today. Oh, yeah, we have a story about. Uh, I didn't know that. That's about, great. Uh, the zoo fetish. Uh, that's going to be in that weekly weird. Uh, I'm not doing bad, man. I, you know, I'm just, I'm just doing. I'm going. I'm rocking out hard. I got, you know, I feel pretty good because after criticizing the Stargate Timekeepers demo yesterday, the developers mm. over there emailed us and gave us the full game. Like, you know, before wow. you criticize it, play the full game, bro. <gasps> All right. Like, I like that. Well, maybe don't put out something that can be criticized. Right. I, I, mean, I mean, you put, <laughs> see, I, you put the well, demo out. The whole game. It wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe if the, if the demo is not as good as the regular game, then like. Then why put out the demo? Yeah. And you don't need a demo. You don't need a demo. Yeah. But I am excited to get and you know, check that out this weekend. I did. I got the game. I installed it. It's Any really excuse to not do work. I love it. It's gigantic. Well, technically, <laughs> technically, this is a type of work. It's work. Great. Yeah, I did a, a little impromptu test of the demo yesterday, about half an hour in the members section. I just wanted to see if it was something worth talking about today. And, you know, lo and behold, after getting the email, I, I was told that we can't talk about it until the review embargo ends. So is the game any fun? You can at least say that. I can say that the demo was definitely, I can see it being fun, but the demo wasn't quite there yet. The graphics looked incredible. Like all this, you know, clearly a fan, a fans made made that made that game it wasn't made People by who love stargate well yeah. that's i mean that's always if you're starting there then you're doing something right 100 percent. so you can't say anything else you can't say nothing about it i mean you know if you're a member you can go look at i didn't take it down you can go oh. I, I played through the demo i gave my thoughts on it it definitely has potential i i'm assuming the actual game is you know slightly different but like i guess the demo is just showing sort of showing like the basic mechanics and what you can do can you do a member's playthrough on the actual game? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so maybe this weekend? Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, <clears throat> we had a very interesting, uh, it's been an interesting couple of days. It is Friday, January 19th, if you guys are keeping track. Some days I forget. I was actually on a long trip yesterday, which allowed me to watch a whole lot of YouTube <laughs> and Twitter and all kinds of stuff. And something that popped up that was extraordinarily interesting uh, was not for everybody was Davos, right? I kept seeing Davos pop everyone. What the hell is Davos? Davos is a city in, I believe in Switzerland, right? Is it Switzerland? Davos yeah. is a city in Switzerland and it happens to be where the world economic forum is holding its, its big convention. You know how we go to like, like Comic-Con and different types of conventions like this. Well, this is like a special meeting place for the ultra rich and you got to get an invitation to get there. Not just anybody can come. But what's interesting about Davos is nearly everybody has the same kind of economic thoughts. It's more of like a good afternoon elite Thank world you very view, much. and it's definitely some would say it feels more of like a a left leaning progressive type of culture. Yeah, in that environment, right? Yeah, and there were some there left was leaning is like generous. I think it's like like very left leaning. It's definitely. <laughs> left-leaning yeah. so what was interesting was is they just happened to have a special guest speaker there and that would be argentini argentina's president javier milley uh, who if you've been paying attention to the news uh, was the guy who became a populist figure won his election in argentina and came in and completely started slashing things right brian yep he did slashed away <laughs> slashed away he slashed away uh, he started firing people and immediately and the reason why is because argentina's had this 
they've spent over, and he talks about it in this discussion. He talks about how over the last hundred years, it's continued to decline because they've embraced collectivism and socialism. And he's come in as this, you know, basically he's an economist, right? Yeah. Can I, can I show some clips of him real quick? So yeah, show, show yeah. clips of people right. know what we're talking about. Because the, the thing we're teasing here is that he basically punches all these people at Davos in the, in the stomach. Yeah. And so and, this uh, is the president they, they elected. I get my screen right here. Oh my God. This is the president they elected. Uh, it's in Spanish, but there's subtitles. Here we go. Yo no me metí acá, guiando corderos. Yo me metí acá para despertar leones. Uh, that's one of his rallies, and this is this is when he started cutting stuff. This is actually really, really funny. Uh, so, so this guy came in, he was elected, he's very passionate, but the, the world media the left media you immediately began touting this guy as it's Argentina's Trump, right? Because as you know, and you know, putting out Trump's name is an insult, right? If you're a politician, right? So they thought, you know, and to some degree, because Trump is a populist, uh, I would say this guy's a populist and, you know, a populist person running for office. Right. So, but let me tell you something, shouldn't every government official Anybody running for office be a populist? Shouldn't you be running for the majority of the people you represent? Yes. Like that's the whole point of populism. Yeah. 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 You know? Oh, he's a populist. How is that a bad thing? Is it, well, isn't it a get... good thing if people yeah. if, if the person you're electing is popular with their electors? Well, why do you think they call it populist? Because a lot of people like them, right? A lot of regular right. people, but not people that are part of the establishment. Right. They're anti-establishment. Well, guess what? What he's saying in the speech is that establishment is bad. Right. And and he goes through. And, and what's what's interesting about this guy is they're calling him Trump. But the difference between this guy and Trump is that when this guy delivers a speech, he actually is extraordinarily intelligent. He is an economist and he comes back it up I with impressive. facts. So, you know, kind of like how a lot of people are put off by Trump because he he does this thing where he just insults people and he's kind of a kind of a jerk. Right. Well, this guy doesn't do that. He's he's more of a, a level headed guy. So, well, he's uh, level headed he in this speech, but in his uh, Spanish speech, he's like, uh, those leftists, the assholes, they are shit. That's true. They're that's shit. True. That's true. <laughs> that, gets, that's actually he, a good point. He gets pretty anyway, nuts. He was really, uh, yeah, when he first was elected, he was very passionate and for good reason because he actually comes here and and he and he starts just dropping truth bombs all over these people. Yeah. Right. Let me, Remember, let me he's coming read. from Argentina has 150 percent inflation. Right. So Argentina. So what he comes out here, and I'll give you the, the the initially the first thing he says. So he says, I am here to tell you the Western world is facing a significant threat. OK, it's what he comes out and says first. It's in danger because those who are supposed to defend the values of the Western world are co-opted by a worldview that inevitably leads to socialism and consequently to poverty and economic de deprivation. Right. He basically says that this the way the world is thinking right now is going to lead everybody to poverty. And he doesn't just come out and say it to, to he actually backs it up uh, with facts. And he talks about the fact that, look, it's it, it was it's happened in recent decades. It was motivated by some well-intentioned, de you know, desires from some people, but also some people who kind of like wanted to be part of this privileged caste. Right. You know, but they couldn't they couldn't do it because they weren't, you know, they weren't, you know, capital, you know, they couldn't make money. 
basically. Right. So all you can do is affect politics at that point. So he goes through here and he talks about something. I mean, it's if you want a lesson in like how capitalism works and why why it's the best economic you know thing that we've ever found for our world, he goes and talks about that <clears throat> from from year zero to eighteen hundred. So from like when Christ to eighteen hundred and right. yeah, year zero guys. <laughs> He's, like, a, he's like, as year a, zero, I went, what the fuck? An incredible about? long time ago before technology worked, you know, <laughs> caveman, right. caveman style. That's what he meant. He's, he said from year zero to 1800 GDP, which is like the global, you know, basically the how much money the, the globe has basically right. GDP was stagnant without any change. So from zero to 1800, it essentially didn't move anywhere. It was about the same. Then when the Industrial Revolution happened and the adoption of capitalism in America, GDP doubled, okay, the world's, the world's, not just America, the world uh, wealth doubled from 1800 to 1900, 100 years. Then it doubled again in 66 years from 1900 to 1966. Then it doubled again in 33 years from 1966 to 2000. And then it doubled again in 23 years from 2000 to 2023. Jeez. So what he's telling you is capitalism makes the world. And now, now what facts did he use to bring it here? He said uh, in 1800, this is, this is an interesting fact in 1800, before all this started, 95% of the world's population lived in extreme poverty, right? In 2020, just prior to COVID only 5% of the world's population lived in extreme poverty. Wow. 5%. That's, that's what capitalism did for the world. And then after COVID, it was 55%. (laughs) Well, well, we had a lot of problems with COVID. Some bad (laughs) shit happened. You know what I'm saying? So he came in here and he talked about, you know, and it's not, it's not just, you know, socialism. And he he didn't use the term socialism a lot. He used collectivism because what he's saying is, is that He sees the world is actually embracing this collectivism that leads to socialism, right? And so when you start like, you know, punishing capitalists or people who, who capitalism, you end up in a socialist situation, which came to the demise of Argentina, right? Right. So, you know, he's trying to warn everybody. Right. What did you think of his speech? I thought it was eye-opening. Like I knew a lot of this stuff, but I, I could never put it in words and the way he the way he broke it down was actually really incredible. I did not know about the world GDP doubling, doubling, doubling. I never knew that. I always assumed that, you know, we started at the year zero and slowly over time, you know, grew. we yeah. grew. I thought it was a, a gradual thing that we discovered technology. I, I know in the last few hundred years, that's been like the major, you know, rush in technology and and social programs and you know like just civilization but i always assumed that there was a there was some kind of gradual growth i had no idea that for an incredible amount of time uh the world was just stagnant and then Mm. they introduced capitalism the industrial age kicks off and it just doubles 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 and here we are Making the whole world richer. I mean, America right. may have started it, right? And it wasn't a completely new concept to America either. Capitalism was in little pockets had been done previously. Right. But the free market is, and, and basically talks about things like, look, you know, if you make a superior product at a lower price, then people are going to buy your product. People are going to, no matter what it is, you know, if, if you make shoes and you make a better shoe at a lower price, they're going to buy your shoe. 
you know, and when the government comes in. So what happens is, is because the left and he's talking about the left being and the reason why we associate with the left. I'm sure there are some people on the left who like capitalism. I'm, I'm sure I'm certain. But for the most, the left embraces a more socialistic collective idea right. for for economies. And so and it doesn't <clears> help <throat> that that's being taught in like every university that cap capitalism is bad. Socialism, good, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So because the left couldn't fight against the facts of capitalism, because these are facts, these are not, you know, they can't fight against the facts. So then they said, well, let's let's fight against the morals of capitalism, saying it's unjust. Right. Right. Capitalism is bad because it's individualistic and collectivism is good because it's altruistic towards others. Right. So they strive right. for social justice because that's the only battle they have to fight. Otherwise, they just lose to capitalism. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, they, they, then they might, they, you know, there is a point there to be made. Like, so I'm, I'm a capitalist. I think capitalism, I think, I think a hybrid version of capitalism and a little bit of socialism mixed in is what makes a, a perfect system. I mean, or, that's what America is. Or, yeah, or a close to, you know, or a good system, I should say. Yeah. But there is flaws with capitalism when it's not regulated. Uh, and, the, and if the reason why regulation is required to a degree is to foster the free market. You can't allow three companies to own every single news station or one right. company to own all the shipping routes because that that take that goes from capitalism uh, that becomes something completely different because capitalism relies on the free market and if you completely bypass the free market because there is no regulation then it's no longer capitalism and and now it's now it's boot on your neckism whatever that is right. called which by the way so, we're not doing a great job of because amazon pretty much owns everything so well right and so let, let's talk about it in a second let's finish up what he has to say here because i think he says something that everybody's going to really really respond to uh, he says things like free countries are 12 times richer than repressed countries, 12 times. Wow. Okay. Uh, the world is a freer, richer, and more peaceful place than it has ever been before. Fact, even though we have wars and things going on, it is still more than it ever has before. Citizens of free countries live 25% longer than citizens of repressed countries. Interesting. Okay. He says in his, his closing monologue here, he says, don't be intimidated by the political caste or the parasites who live off the state. Don't yield to a political class that only wants to prolong its power and preserve its privileges. If you earn money because it's because you provide a superior product at a better price, the state is not the solution. The state is the problem. And you have an ally in Argentina. Wow. That's powerful which stuff. Pretty powerful speech. That's real powerful. You know, what's, uh, what's interesting. Frodo here says in the chat, a rising tide raises all ships. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, like America, you know, America might have uh, kicked it off or adopted that wholesale government type. But the entire world, uh, the majority of the world adopting that type. Look at I, uh, Iran in the 1960s. Um, someone in the chat said North Korea. You know, at one point, North Korea and Iran were not ran, no pun intended, we're not ran as as the government types they are now. They were ran in a more Western style, and I'm saying Western because that's uh, wholeheartedly Western countries have adopted this form of right. capitalism, and they were better off for it. When when you know fascism, dictatorship, communism, religious zealots, when these th kind of things, when these things took over those nations, they went from. And you can look it up. Look at pictures of you know Iran in the 1960s. It's a completely different place. They they went from 
you know, a thriving, uh, budding economy, a country you wanted to visit, a country you wanted to live in, to a country that is just completely stifled. And I know socialism and communism are not the same thing, but I gotta tell you, because of human greed, often socialism turns into communism. And a lot of people try to look at Sweden and go, well, Sweden is socialist and they're doing great. Well, no, they're, they're, it's a, they're also a hybrid. They're not pure socialists. Socialists right. And it's state. smaller. There's, it's a smaller, Much smaller. Just like Argentina. And that's part of the thing is like, I really appreciate what he's saying because ideal, ideally he's right. Like, like on a very basic small system, capitalism is it's, it, it works, but you're always going to have some losers. Like you're going to have winners and losers. Anytime you have competition, what is competition? People win and people lose. Right. And so the problem is, and the reason why you have this collectivism or this socialism is because they want it so that nobody loses. But the problem is, is that human beings, the, the human condition, uh, there have to be winners and losers because yeah. you have greed and you have, I mean, you do have empathy, but people are living their own stories. They're living their own lives and they're ultimately, you know, striving for their own wins. And so you're going to have some people who win a, you know, AKA Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk. And you're going to have somebody who loses, you know, Joe Doe from down the street who just could never make anything work. And you have those people who are going to, you know, hate the people that are, that are, that are making all the money because they didn't, but that's part of the capital. And even though you're going to have some right. losers overall, like was said, all the boats are rising. So, I mean, it's never going to be a perfect. I feel system. like most people know that in their heart, Shane. Like, remember when we were kids? Well, yeah, but you don't want to be the loser. Right. <laughs> I know, I know, of course. But remember when we were kids, they'd be like, you know, you can be anything, Billy. You can be, you know, President of the United States. You can be an astronaut. And I remember, like, in my heart, even as a child, thinking, eh, yeah, I guess they could. But the percentage of people that, the percentage of these kids that will ever do that is, like, you know, in the zero zero point one percent you know, there is, I'm, I'm sorry to say, but some people, uh, and yes, and there's something to be said about being born with more resources and all that for there sure. There are, yeah. But yeah. You, when some you, people get a leg up. When, yeah, absolutely. Some people are born with a better set of cards. But if you like strip all that away and just look at the person, there are people that are, you know, born smarter, born more attractive, have a little more luck as they go and like completely strip out like the born with it mentality. You know, that's, that's part of life. And like, and for the people that are not born with a great deck, you know, that require support, that's completely fine. And I think that's great. But it can't supersede the free market. Uh, the free market it can't supersede that because once it does, it goes from you can you can jump your class. Let's say you're born in extreme poverty in the dirt in a capitalist hybrid system. You can jump that class with enough hard work determination with enough smarts yeah you know you can jump your classes you can get to the next class you can come out of the dirt you can be better than what your parents grandparents etc cetera, etc cetera, were but in a socialist environment or a communist environment with collectivism like he was saying you can't you, you can't right, so you can't cross you can't cross out of whatever you were born with right and because i would argue that's not fair well, because the government's creating a system where right. where the bureaucrats are the people in power and everybody else is just getting enough to survive. And this is kind of what he's talking about here, like living off of what do you call it? He said, don't uh, don't be intimidated by the political caste or the parasites who live off the state. This is something that's happened with the oligarchy in Russia. 
you know, you essentially have a dictator in Putin, Venezuela, and you have a bunch of oligarchs yeah. who, okay. So in our, in our country, for example, in America, what the government should do, the government should set the playing field, right? right. So the, the idea should be that everybody should have an equal opportunity to succeed, right? So the, 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 the stage should be set. Like I, I hear what he's saying, but the reality is, is the Amazons and the Googles and some of these big companies have been laws have been created that have allowed them to completely destroy and not allow anybody to be able to compete with them. Right. And we talked about that two weeks ago with the Mickey Mouse yeah. thing, how the fact that Disney has literally lobbied Congress, lobbied the government to change laws for trademark laws to allow them to keep this, you know, art. And it's a, this is a small example, but the fact that a company can go and have laws changed that specifically and only benefit them is crazy to me. Well, yeah, but that's and that's the whole problem with the system. So capitalism in itself works. You're going to have winners and losers, but you also have want to have enough of a socialistic uh, element to your society so that the people who either aren't capable or, you know, because you're going to have, you know, in order to have a society that works, uh, you, you are going to have to take care of the people who can't do it. Now, there's a difference between people who can't do it and people who don't want to do it. And, and that's a big difference. But in our society, we've created this element where the, the industry tycoons of industry were able to influence political mm -hmm. to help benefit them more. This right. happened at the turn of the 1900s. You know, this is happening today where, you know, and the one thing that we had going for us as a nation is that our news media was transparent. Right. So the news media would tell the truth. Well, this tycoon is doing that you know, as much as it could when because the tycoons were trying to buy all the newspapers, too. Right. But you had this element in the 1900s where you, you had some sort of, you know, you know, truth in media. And so now because the media has gotten in bed with the narrative of the left, now there is no visibility. And as we can see, like he's saying here, you know, freedom is falling by the wayside. Everybody. Canada is less free. America's trying to well, they're attacking the First Amendment. You know, the UK, I mean, say something wrong over there and find yourself in jail. Oh, yeah. Good luck. So yeah, like that Count Dukula guy, attack. his dog was was giving the Hitler salute and he thought it was funny. Guy ended up kind ended up getting a jail sentence. Yeah, it's crazy. So, crazy. you know, capitalism represents freedom. And so it's not a perfect system. But what he's saying here is what's great about this whole thing. And the whole point of this is that he went into the he went into the lion's den and he spoke his mind. And the world needed to hear it. So hopefully yeah. more people realize that that freedom is more important than collectivism. And there's going to be winners and losers. And we just have to deal with that as human beings. I agree. And uh, to end this in this topic, I do want to show a parody of this that I thought was really funny. Let's uh, see it. Here we go. And I appreciate the World Economic Forum providing me the opportunity to be on this stage and say, fuck you, Klaus Schwab, and fuck your new world order. We, the people, were born free, we will stay free, and you and all of your globalist friends, including everyone in this room, can go fuck yourself. Pretty good. There was another one, too. One yeah, where he's got yeah, like yeah, a the, the follow-up. He did a yeah. follow-up thing where he shows up, he has like a black eye. I love this. This is like the next day, and he goes... And so yesterday I stood on this stage and said some things that I should not have said. But we all deserve a second chance. So I would like to apologize to absolutely no one. None of you were elected to show us how we should live our lives. 
All of you motherfuckers took your private jets to show up to this meeting, so don't lecture us about the environment. I ain't eating bugs. You can eat these nuts. And once again, you, can you and your nuts. fake climate agenda can go fuck. His name is Rishav on Twitter, at Rishav. Go check him out. Um, yeah, I thought it was funny. He's like, I would like to apologize to no one. They've already beat him up. You know? No one elected you to, to tell us about how to live our lives. <laughs> That's great. That's hilarious, man. Yeah. No, that's all we need. <clears throat> yeah, I agree with that, man. I completely agree with that. Okay, so let's do some super chats here before we go into the next topic. All right. Let me get to the top of these things. By the way, thank you guys for the super chats. There is a, a little bit of a new system here today. When we get to the when we get to the member section, instead of actually going to a member section, we're gonna be testing something out. We're gonna be just swapping the stream to members in real time. And, and there's like there's going to be like a screen that tells you it's happening. And hopefully it works. I really tried to test it uh, in real time, but in order to do that, I had to be streaming live. So you guys are you guys going to get that test. If you All want right. to become a member, please hit that join button below because we will, we, we, we will be going another hour after today's show in the member section. This is from Yoran Falth. Yoran Falth, and I'm saying his name right. Thank God. Nice. Good job, dude. You he got said, it. It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Looking forward to the weekend, weekend, Friday. I gotta read the whole thing. Friday, he, he it. getting down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. You know what's funny? I played this for my kid this morning. Did you really? Yeah, my I, I, I have twins, and the younger of the twins, her name is Lana, and she just freaking hates school. She hates it. Mm. Yeah, And every morning she wakes up saying, what day is it? What day is it? When's the end of the week? Finally, it was Friday today, and she was still waking up crying, and I was like, hey, 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 hold up. And I was like, Google, play that track. And it was like, <laughs> it's Friday, Friday. And she, and she her, her eyes immediately immediately uh, lit up, dude. And I played the whole thing, danced around for her. She loved it. That's why it's funny. Like The only reason I can even sing that song right now is because I played it three hours ago. All right. Another from Yarn Fault, this time for 50 sec. Uh, socialism, it boils down to everyone should have it equals bad except the ruling elite. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry, uh, have it equally bad. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point because here's why mm -hmm. look, socialism is a great concept, like on paper, right? Yeah. You, in a book, go, you know, read, read, read Marxism, read, read about it. It's a great idea on paper. Everyone succeeds regardless of their social standing. Uh, their work ethic, whatever, right? But the second you introduce people to the equation, corrupt, corruptible people, socialism always fails or becomes communism, unless you're talking about some countries that have adopted a hybrid system, and those are very small countries. Well, what happens when you don't have competition? There's no desire to to succeed. If the government is just, if, if all you can get is what the government gives you, what's the point of trying? What's the point of trying to break out? There's a great movie. If you guys saw Tetris, it's on Apple. I feel like the Apple spokesperson, even though I hate Apple products, uh, but it, the movie Tetris, right? Is it a great example? The guy who invented Tetris, like he invented this really cool game that the entire world loved. Right. But it would have never got out of Russia. It would have never even got out of his damn office. Right. Right. Because the guy was like, what? You know, Mother Russia, here it is. You know, he didn't have any desire to be this, you know, you know, to make the world a better place. And, and arguably, I don't know if Tetris made the world a better place, but he would have cut out a place in the world for himself. I mean, it just shows you that 
socialism and communism and stuff just completely degrade any sort of growth. And it's a, it's a type of tyranny. It really is. It's a tyranny by a ruling class that has everything and then people have nothing. I think and that's Tetris, where this country's heading. I'm telling I, you right now. I, I agree with you. And I, but I do think Tetris made the world a better place because uh, it <laughs> gave, gave it gave our stepmom something to do when she was super bored, and that, which means that she didn't yell at me during the day. So Can it was you a better place for me. Of, yes, uh, I apologize. The name is uh, R I S H A V H underscore zero one six. Or I guess we could put a link to that on X Twitter. slash Twitter. I'll put a link in the description after, after after this too. We also got a sticker from Frodo Lives. Thank you, Frodo, for thank you, Frodo, for your support, my friend. You're an amazing I'm glad person. Frodo lived. Yeah, again, guys, we really appreciate all the support. I'm not trying to be a socialist here, but we appreciate it. Thank you for supporting us. Yeah. So next up, your your first super chat, Frodo. Welcome, my friend. That's why it has number one next to it. I see that now. Oh, that's cool. All right. Next up, we are talking about, and I know you guys, I know a lot of you guys want to talk about this, We're gonna, and, and we're going to talk about it. We're talking about Seth MacFarlane and his positive update on the status of the Orville Season 4. And this, 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 this is actually a hard one, because, like, how do we explain this, Shane? Well, it says it all here. Uh, during the recent interview with Logically Speaking, MacFarlane provides a short but sweet update regarding the Orville Season 4. Yeah. That's... We're working on it. We're, we're working on it. Let me tell you guys something here. I love, listen, I love the Orville. I love Seth. Uh, I love everybody involved in that project who was working on it. Let me tell you what Seth MacFarlane is not doing. He's not working on the Orville. <laughs> He's not working on the Orville. He's not working on now, the Orville. That doesn't mean there won't be an Orville season four. But what I'm, but what, or a movie or something. Or a movie. Yeah, that, that can totally happen. But right now, uh, Seth is not. Yeah actually working on or the Orville season four. The reason he's not saying is that he doesn't want people to lose interest in it. So, but, but the reality, you know, instead of saying, look, uh, we can't do it right now. We don't have the money. We don't have the resources. So, you know, the Orville is on the shelf for now. And hopefully someday when we have the resources and the ability and all the other stuff and the desire, we'll bring it back out. Like that's the reality of what the Orville is. Yeah. But he doesn't do that. Every time he's asked about it, he's like, we want to do it. We're working on it. Yeah. He's, 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 it's like when you're dating a girl, right? And you're mm -hmm. like, yeah, babe, we're good. Yeah. I love you, babe. But you don't really mean it. Like you're just trying to keep her there. But you're, but you're swiping on Tinder on the way home. <laughs> yeah. With Ted and all the other projects he's got. Going yeah. With, on. yeah. With Ted, some orchestra thing. Uh, Which is fine. He can do those completely things. Completely fine. Do the there is no Orville, though. You got. You have to remember this. There is no Orville without Seth MacFarlane. So if, if Seth MacFarlane is actively working on something else, then he's not working on this. And he owns it. He can take whatever he wants. But, you know, who didn't, you know, renew it? It's an expensive show. And he, he now has an exclusive deal with Peacock. Which means that if Orville season four did happen in while his contract with Peacock was still active, it would happen at Peacock. It wouldn't happen on 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 Hulu. Right. That's a good point. And, and, and Peacock, and I can promise you, is in no financial position to pay for that show. Right. Yes. They're not in the finance, but yes, they're not in the finance position to pay for it. But also, what about the current contract he has with Orville on 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 Fox slash Hulu? They have, they have, they have, if he has an exclusive deal with Peacock to work with them, then in order to do the Orville, A, they would have to sign up for it, but he would also have to 
you know, deal with the potential issues with their distribution rights at Hulu right now. And and who knows when that ends? We're not saying it's yeah. not going to happen, but what, <clears throat> what we're saying, when he says, like, we're working on it, we're cautiously optimistic, blah, blah, blah. These are the he just doesn't want to tell you what's actually happening. And what's actually happening is half the cast is 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 acting somewhere else right now. Most of some are on Ted. Some are on Ted, and he is working on multiple projects for Peacock that aren't who that aren't the Orville. Yeah, and and unfortunately, the Orville takes like a huge amount of his resources. Like he is, you know, it doesn't work without him because it's it's like his 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 thing. I mean, could he? train somebody else to do it or he probably could but the reality is is the orville's his baby so he's not going to just hand it over to somebody else to keep it going of course uh, not. and so until you see like i would say if you if you want to look forward to something on the orville i would say when you see ted finishes run and you see his projects are kind of petering out a little bit then that's when you'll see a surge of well maybe we should pull the orville out of dry dock again and do and do something else with that. You're not going to see it until that, and that's probably going to be, I would guess, three to four years minimum. Yeah, Omega says in the chat here. Says, is his contract with Peacock exclusive? Um, I don't think he is, or he couldn't work on Family Guy. Well, I think Family Guy, and I don't know if it's exclusive. I remember. Reading, I don't think it's exclusive. I'm not reading somewhere that yeah, he has a deal where he has to do like multiple shows with them. Yeah, he's got a, a deal to do a huge deal. Yeah. So, um, but, but he, he so he has to fulfill or- that though to get paid. But he also Family Guy also has like. That's a separate deal he has with with who with Fox or Hulu, whatever, and he's able to, and you know that's a long deal. Like they renewed it for a long time. So even if he signed a deal with someone else, I think he's still doing Family and Guy he, for a long time. And he's doing very little Family Guy. He's got a guy that basically right. runs the whole show for him. And he, he does comes the voices. In custom voices. Right. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. When we went to the Orville set, damn, that set was gorgeous. I mean. It was yeah, big and beautiful, and and the fact that that set is no longer there is like whenever someone talks about the, another season of Orville, in my mind, I'm like, not only does Peacock has like guys, we went to the set, they built the ship, it was beautiful and big and very expensive. In order to do another season of Orville, not only do you have to get Peacock or someone to sign on for it to pay, to foot the bill, he has to get the time to do it, and they're gonna have to rebuild sets. Like massive, huge, right. expensive sets. Well, one of the, that's one of the benefits of being there and us seeing it is seeing how complicated it was, seeing what they built. I mean, it took so much time to put together that set. I have a hard time believing that once they tore it down, that it's just it's not something they can just go put it all back up. You know, it's not something that can quickly happen. It's going to have to be like like what's the plan? Like, are we going to do some movies? You know, are we going to do a season four? If we're going to do a season four, we're going to do season five because you, you don't want to do it for just one season, right? So th- there's going to have to be yeah. a whole. It would have to be uh, more than one season. Look at the Orville is like a stone that they got rolling, right? And that stone rolled and it was cruising for a little while. And now it's slowed down and stopped. It's going to take so much energy to get it rolling again that they have to figure out if it's worth their bang for their buck. And while everybody wants to talk, whether it's Tom Constantino or whether it's Seth or all these people, they will continue to speak positively about it. The real people you want to listen to is like Adrian Palicki and some of the other people who have moved on that are just like, well, you know, we want to do it. But, you know, they're telling the truth, which is nothing's happening. Right. Yeah. I remember looking at that set and thing like. I actually thought, well, they're going to have to do a season four. I'm like, look at this set. There's a whole lot that, you know, that besides the cost, 
you got Seth hated Fox, you know, hated. I mean, he, he got such Trump derangement syndrome during uh, everything that was happening with COVID and all that. He really, really did. And he had this, this just absolute putrid hatred for Fox. And, and, and I think that played into part of it. He didn't want to be on that lot anymore. Right. You know, and, and I think that was part of his Peacock deal. And, and I think that, you know, the Orville didn't make as much money as it should have. It's expensive, blah, blah, blah. So. And it wasn't just the set. Like we were, when we went there, it was, so it was that giant, huge, massive hangar bay with the literal ship built inside and all the shuttles and all the greens, uh, all the sound stages and all that. But then they also had a massive building with offices. Like it was a, like, it's not a small portion of Fox that you'd be working at. It's, it's a, it's a large portion of right. It's a large building and a large hangar bay in a massive set. It's a it was a big deal. I was actually well, shocked fact, at how big it was. Yeah, it was big. And and the fact that Seth came out of pocket for season three, now mm-hmm. it's not not a lot of people don't know this, but he spent a lot of his own money mm-hmm. on getting season three done because it was so expensive. And he's just not willing to pay for it again. And I don't blame him. You know, he did his thing. He he got his he did his Star Trek, which is what he wanted to do. And uh, he's not going to keep coming out of pocket to get it done. And neither Disney nor Fox want to spend the money to do it. So, yeah, I don't know. High quality projects, great graphics, great team of creators. But uh, the Orville, there's so many things going against it for it to be able to come back. It's just tough. Yeah, and it's a bad time right now. It's a bad time. Yeah, there's you no know, money. People don't want to spend money on on these big projects. That If they're going to do a project, they want projects that, that are, are affordable. You know, gone are the days where streaming services are just like, hey, here's a billion dollars. Make me this, make me rings of power or whatever it was. It's not, it's just not the case anymore. Like the streaming services are being very careful now with their money because, you know, that's what happens when you, you know, report losses for three years straight. True. Yeah. All but Amazon, who seems to still be able to do whatever they want. Right. They have a, they have a whole e-commerce system backing up their play. So that's true. All right. Well, you know, either way, you know, if, if when it, when we get more information, whether it's public or we get it from Tom, whatever, and we're allowed to talk about it, we will. And we will always give you the real skinny and we hope it does come back. But I think now this yeah, article is just, come back. it's just, there's uh, a whole universe there um, to explore, Brian. Right. There's a whole universe. There's, there's, there's races. I mean, how often do you get in a franchise set up with, with a whole new universe to explore with people? It really deserves to be, you know, I hope people write novels and, and I know we've got some comic books and stuff like that, but yeah, you know, it's, a, it's a fresh it. franchise. It's not like, it's not like it's right. 80 years old. Like we're not, exactly. we don't have to mine old stuff. Like we can just, we can go forward in a, in a fresh, it's a really cool. I hope it comes back, but we'll see. I do too. Okay. Moving on, man. If you notice, I put something on the thumbnail thought, is it unique? Usually we talk about you know, we talk about uh, the business of entertainment, TV shows, movies. Sometimes we cover something like this in the zeitgeist, like this thing with Davos. But there is something I came across that is super interesting. And it's not even new news, but it's so interesting that I really wanted to bring it up. And it's it's not something we normally do, but it's we need to talk about it. Shane, have you heard of Atlantis? The TV show or the place? Have you heard of Atlantis, the place, the sunken city? Yes. Yes. The legend of Atlantis. The legend of Atlantis. Plato Mm -hmm. talked about it, right? Oh, yeah. The 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 Richot structure in in, in Africa and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard it. Yeah. Yeah. I lived in in Italy. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So did Mm -hmm. you know that there was a metal that was, or or an alloy, I I should say, metal alloy, whatever, specific to Atlantis called Orichalium. 
I oh. actually did not know that. And see, I didn't either. That was I, interesting. Look, I, dude, uh, we know Jimmy. We've watched all the all the the Atlantis things. Bright inside stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we've seen all the bright insights. We we've we've seen all the uh, ancient aliens and in all the History Channel stuff about Atlantis. We are fascinated with this. I remember reading a book when I was a kid called Indiana Jones and the Lost City of Atlantis, of course, and thinking. Yeah. This would be the coolest possible movie ever made. And then they went and made Dial of Destiny and ruined my childhood. But look, after all the stuff I've heard about Lannis, all the stuff Jimmy has said, Bright Insight, History Channel, every YouTube video, Joe Rogan, all everyone that's ever talked about this, I have never heard of this. Uri Kellyum. I don't, I'm not probably not saying that right. I should probably hit this uh, pronunciation thing. You know, you sent me a link to that, but I don't know why it's not. Did you delete it? No. I'll give you a link again. I'm going to pronounce this. I'm not saying it right. Here we go. No. Oracalcum. 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 Okay. Okay. It's called Oracalcum. Yeah, I'll send you a link right now. And um, it's funny because this this article is actually old. It's not, I mean, it's not, so it's like, it's, from, it's like three or four years old, but I've never, I didn't hear about it until literally yesterday. And this Oracalcum is, they, they say it's the lost metal of Atlantis. And they may have, they have, they finally may have found a healthy amount of this stuff in a shipwreck off of Sicily. The problem is, is they, I don't think they know for certain that it's the oracalcum that they talked about. Like it's definitely a metal alloy that they haven't seen before. Right. Yes. It's an alloy that, so these were in, ignants. An ignant is when, you know, it's being cast. Um, so they create the alloy and they create these ignants, like, like gold bars, you know, whatever. It's a pieces of, metal that were specifically cast for use in making things, right? Yeah, it's a cast metal like bronze. Right. So it takes multiple different types of metals to create. Right, right. so this oracalcum, this is what the article says, oracalcum, the lost metal of Atlantis, may have been found in a shipwreck off of Sicily. A group of naval archaeologists have has, unco have, has uncovered, man, it's been, been, 200 ignants, which is a lot, Spread over the sandy seafloor near a 2,600-year-old shipwreck, timing sort of works out, off the coast of Sicily. The ignits were made of oracalcum, a rare cast metal that the ancient Greek philosopher Plato wrote was from the legendary city of Atlantis. You know what's weird is I was stationed there and in the waters off the coast of Sicily a lot, so I'm sure we sailed over that. I know. This is, this is why this, this article is perfect. I'm like, I know, I, yeah. I really wanted to get your take on this too. Uh, let me add this one, this last piece. Then I want to hear what you what you, what you what you think about this. A total of thirty nine ignits, metal set in rectangular blocks, were according to Inquisitor discovered near a shipwreck. BBC reported that another same metal cache was found. Forty seven ignits were found, with a total of eighty six metal pieces found to date. The wreck was discovered in nineteen eighty eight, floating about three hundred meters. 1,000 feet off the coast. So they've now found two caches of this of this the, this very specific metal that Plato mentioned, and it's all been off the coast of Sicily. So think about this real quick. Scientists believe that the pieces of oracalcum were destined for the laboratory for Lowe's laboratories when the ship sank. So, I mean, so Plato talked about oracalcum. How do we know that this oracalcum and the and the oracalcum that Plato was talking about is the same alloy? Well, that's what's see. That's what's interesting about it. So we, I don't think that they know that it's the same thing, and I don't even think that they know that it's necessarily 
orichalcum in the sense that he was talking about it. Because orichalcum used to be known in in Greece, in Greek, it was actually a name for platinum, hmm. which is something that, of course, we we know well. Right. Uh, and it's basically a, uh, a high quality brass. It's an alloy of copper and zinc kind of mixed together. Right. Uh, but I guess this alloy is 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 pretty unique. The one that they found. Yeah. Like apparently um, it's 75 or 80 percent copper, 20 percent zinc and a scattering of nickel, lead and iron, which had made me think maybe that scattering is just off cast. Like, you yeah. know, it's not actually part of the alloy. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's hard to say. I was actually looking for so Plato wrote about orc or uh, calcum in his book Critias. In the book, Plato says orichalcum was in the ground of the legendary island of Atlantis. Okay, uh, to the Atlanteans, it was the second most valuable metal after gold. Plato says the Atlanteans put orichalcum on their city walls and temples. Plato called orichalcum only a name. Uh, in his own time, meaning he did not think he had ever seen orichalcum. So uh, that's interesting, actually, because if if it was in the ground, then it would be a completely different metal. So, or you know, what they're talking about is two metals that have been mixed together by human beings. Right. So he's yeah. talking about it as being something that in the ground of the legendary island of Atlantis, which leads me to believe that that sounds very maybe he's talking about copper because it says. Uh, the name orichalcum derives from the Greek word orichoclus, whatever, mm. literally meaning mountain copper or copper mountain. Yeah. So maybe copper. But what's interesting is, is, of course, there's been lots of places that Atlantis could have been. If Atlantis existed, there's lots of places around the world where they think it could most likely from the sources that I've, you know, Randall Carlson and some of these other folks, uh, it actually would have taken place right outside the pillars of 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 atlas basically where the portugal right off the coast of portugal is where atlantis would be so they would have been sailing into and around the mediterranean including sicily which which you know which adds up so like they, yeah they could have been sailing to uh, the port of atlantis when it sank or whatever yeah a lot of people believe that that if atlantis was real that the descendants of the descendants of egypt actually came from atlantis Fascinating. So that's it's interesting. Cons I mean, there's so much stuff into it. Considering the high amounts of copper in this alloy, that another another thing that interests me is he said, Plato said, you know, it was the second most valuable metal after gold, right? Which actually makes a lot of sense if you're if if you're living in a highly technolo technological age, you know, what is what is more conductive, gold than copper? Right? Copper is, yeah. Yeah, silver wouldn't mm. be like we we see silver as valuable, but in reality, mm. silver doesn't silver doesn't actually have a whole lot of uh, practical uses. Uh, gold and copper are extremely conductive mm. and highly resistant, especially gold. So, like when it comes to like technology running, you know, current through something, I can totally see this as being the second most valuable metal if practical use was the reason it would be valuable if we're talking about copper right yeah. right well with, but these ingots do have <clears throat> copper and zinc right which it's brass they're essentially brass right high and, quality well, yeah brass. so yeah zinc is used to stabilize copper so that it becomes less yeah. less more resilient to cor to corrosion you know so i don't know i don't know so it's possible that in the time of the greeks that they didn't they didn't actually know metallic zinc but perhaps the Atlanteans did. 
So that's that makes it interesting. Right. Imagine that though. Imagine like, okay, so copper is, you know, it, it corrodes easy. You add a little zinc to it and it becomes less corrosive. Um, well said. I mean, that would that would be a sign of being more technologically advanced than your surroundings. Just knowing that though that particular you know alloy makes a better copper that is still just as conductive. Yeah. Proof that there's an Atlantis, that it was true? No. No. But very interesting. But very interesting. I knew you would like this story, bro. I knew it. Good story. Good story. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Chevy says silver is using everything. Yeah. No, silver is is used in a lot of things, but it's not it's not it's not as practically honestly, copper is way more what way more useful practically. Gold, if it wasn't so damn expensive, would be better than copper because gold is more conductive than copper. And I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. I'm saying I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive. Probably not. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right. Gold is more conductive than copper. Yeah, that's it's why just processors like CPUs, a cool way of uh, getting rich nowadays is going to the dumps, finding a bunch of computers that people throw, threw away and stripping the, the CPUs and, and capacitors for their remaining gold. Nice. All right. Moving on from that. Fun story, right? Yeah. I like Archmage Frey's comment here. I think Atlantis is currently off the coast of San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 100% Atlantis is off the coast of San Francisco right now. And uh, the gate sank to the bottom of the bay, and it's yeah. actually being activated in real time. Love it. Uh, I, man, I can't wait mm. until we get some Stargate news, man. We know it's going to so happen. Do we, do we have a weekly weird, or are we? We do. Yeah, you know what's next? The weekly weird. What? Ooh, weird. nice. Where's my weekly weird thing? Where's that? Where to go? Oh, it's on this side. Here we go. Get ready, you fucking weirdos. The door moves at the end. Let's start. Today we're talking about <laughs> furries. Shane, can I ask you a question? So well, Brian, with the story. Do you know what a furry is? I have recently, well, depends. I, I know what a furry used to mean. My kids think it means something completely different. So, Shane, in furries, 2024. Furries like sex with animals, right? Well, a furry is someone who likes to dress up. They don't necessarily have sex with animals. What they'll say is, I like to dress up in these animal costumes, and it's not sexual. But in reality, just... Just look, I just Googled furries. That's it. I didn't Google I didn't Google nude furries, sexy furries, NSFW furries. I just Googled the word furries. And do you notice what's up here? Uh, every one of these photos Speed is date furries. <laughs> highly sexualized. There's literally like a yeah, it's a furry dating service. So here's the deal. If you can say all you want that the whole furry thing is not a fetish, it's not sexualized. Um, that is just, you know, tell it to your parents when they catch you in a costume. In reality, a healthy, the majority of that, that, that community is, is sexualized. So the thing about this, this is what makes it weird. I mean, well, <laughs> yeah, this is what makes it weird. It's not weird. The whole concept of furries by themselves is weird. Just to be, just to be clear, grown adults going to furry conventions, dressed up as mascots and having sex in bathrooms is very weird but i'm not judging if that's your kink do your thing but what makes it really weird mm. is this just happened students dressed as furries could be collected by animal control if new <laughs> oklahoma bill passes what? i just i really need to let that sink in if there was a weekly weird to end all weekly weirds this would be it well, yeah. i'm gonna read the headline one more time students dressed as furries 
could be collected by animal control if new Oklahoma bill passes. Representative Justin Humphreys uh, of Oklahoma. Apparently, children who act like dogs and cats during school hours could be punished by animal control. Yes, parents might soon have to collect their erstwhile kids from the pound. If if Representative Justin Humphreys' bill makes it to the finish line as it stands today, that is, of course, if kids acting like animals at school is really that widespread of a problem, which is up for debate. Humphrey's bill, which was filed Wednesday, seeks to put in place a law whereby students who purport to be imaginary animal or animal species or engage in anthropomorphic anthropomorphic behavior. It's fucking stupid, man. It's just so stupid. What have we become as a society when this is something our children do? Commonly known as furries at school shall not be allowed to participate in school. So let's be clear. There... There are two sides of this. There are people that say, and I, I want you to know, this is how much I love you guys. I had to research this. And the whole time I'm- Don't I'm, blame it on our fans. My 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 yeah. eyes are rolling so far back into my head, I almost passed out from the pure cringe on both sides of this. First off, one side is saying that no one is dressing up like cats or dogs or whatever at school. The other side, the other side is saying that it's so widespread, it's a problem. We need to pass laws against it. Both sides are totally wrong. There is 100% a thing going on, a trend of kids dressing up as cats or dogs. They'll put the ears on, they put the tail on, they make the noises, mew mew mew, whatever. And it's very disru- it's very disruptive in school because teachers have to deal with these kids that won't speak to them in English. But it's not that's, so that's widespread cool. that it requires a bill. You know what it requires, Shane? Parents, strong hand. A, a parents, thank you. <laughs> this does not require the use of laws. This requires a parent to do their job and tell their kid to speak English or whatever language that their their native language is and stop dressing up as animals in school. Yeah, the, the Oklahoma representative says his bill is a bit sarcastic, but he's making a point. Right. Well, the thing is, here's here's the the here's the most ridiculous part of this. It's actually they're they're connecting the furry movement now to the alphabet movement. The fuck? What? And they're saying if a kid in school is identifying as this furry, then that's their prerogative. They can identify as whatever they want. One person said this. Two people. No, 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 no. It, it. They're, they're trying to connect the furry movement to the alphabet movement. Who's they? Uh, multiple left-wing pundits, influencers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The same people that say there are like 169 genders, and you can, and you could be gender fluid. Which I'm not sure if you know this, but you know what gender fluid means. I, I guess you can switch between them. That means literally from minute convenient. to minute, you can change your gender on a whim. These are the same people that are saying, why can't they identify as it? If that makes them happy to identify as a cat or a dog or whatever, then you have to call them pickles or snuffles or whatever. This is insanity. Let's get it clear. This is insanity. Just, yeah. Just because something makes you happy doesn't mean you should be able to do it. No. And we live in a world where people are so spoiled and entitled that they feel like the ultimate thing that they're, their ultimate entitlement is that they get to be happy no matter what. No, people still have to follow rules. There still has to be discourse. There still has to be right. a social norm 
ridiculous. Now, here's the deal. That said, I do not believe it is so widespread that it requires laws to be passed. I just think that parents need to step up in dealing with this. And I also believe that whatever the current, you know, I, I don't know. I don't have another word for this, but like the current, like, you know, this might not be malicious, but the current grooming of kids when you are, are, are teaching kids something that their parents is not necessarily agreeing with and telling them on social media and whatever that they could be whatever they want and do whatever they want and whatever makes you happy, et cetera, et cetera. This is a, this is the, the result of that because kids can't make decisions on their own. If they can't, if they don't, if they can't pick their bedtime, they can't pick anything else. And they shouldn't be being influenced by people that are not their parents who believe in insanity. So it's not as widespread that it requires a bill for sure, but it is, I can see it becoming a problem. Like a lot of other things have become you problems. Just suspend them. You just suspend them. If the kid won't, you know, come to school and speak in, you know, in the language that the, the classroom speaks because they're acting out, which is, that's exactly what it is. They're acting out and you send their asses home. Let the parents deal with them. Yeah. Humphrey Home says, school. yeah, homeschool. Good luck. Humphrey says he's heard reports of such instances, but did not cite a specific incident. Why mm -hmm. are we going to bring a litter box and put it in a room? Are they allowing these kids to actually use litter boxes? I mean, are they, are they being want, artistic or is it a mental illness? See, I've heard this. I don't know. You know, and this is the thing. I don't know justin humphrey or what his situation is i don't know if he's just trying to get attention a lot of these politicians sometimes are just trying to get attention the fact that this is on rolling stone is weird it's such a weird story i don't know it's hard to tell these days politicians are, are weird kids are weird news media is weird so it all rolls into weird stories so you're right now what i did was i i, I wanted to see how you know prolific or whatever it was in schools and I gotta say, there are a lot of pictures of furries in high schools on the internet. And I don't, I cannot, t I don't know I mean, which kid wearing cat ears. Is that, do we consider that really a problem? No. Like, you know, one of those bandana things with ears on them, right? No, no, it's not. No, not. I don't think that's, I don't think that's the issue. This kind of stuff, like high schoolers literally wearing entire costumes. And well, that you just have to, all you have to do is just say costumes are not allowed. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's 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 a school. This is a school a school district problem. You know, you just simply or you have a day like let everybody dress up or whatever. Fuck. I mean, Halloween does exist. You know, there there is a day when kids can dress up and go to school. And, you know, you just have to you just have to have some rules, you know, as a school. You need to set the requirements and then hold the kids accountable, period. And if parents don't like it, then, you know, just say, fine, don't send them to my school. By the way, I'm positive I'm on some FBI watch list now for typing in like, you know, school well, child. Now I just theories. typed it in. I, I needed to. See I was trying picture. to save you the trouble, bro. You know. I know, but I can't see him. Yeah. So yeah. that's it. I think it's crazy. Yeah. I don't. You know, like it's easy to say, hey, you know what? You know, just ban ban costumes and parents. You know, get your shit together. But it's easy to say that, but it's not often done. And if, if, if people do succeed in sort of turning the narrative from this is crazy to, you know, this makes them happy, then this, I can totally see this as becoming like an actual problem because a lot of parents are cowards, man. And they don't want to, 
They don't want to stand up to their their kids doing crazy stuff. And it'll definitely disrupt schools, like actual school class classrooms. And we see that already. Like, you mm-hmm. completely take furries out of, the, out of the picture. We see a teacher trying to asking a student for their phone because they're in they're literally on a phone call in the class and the student gets up crushes the teacher out punches him in the face and then walks mm. away that we're seeing that right now now there's video of it all over the internet uh this is mm. a very common thing where kids are just have zero absolutely zero respect for for their teachers not cool yeah <clears throat> Hey, so that is the weekly weird. I think that was parents do your jobs as weekly weird as it gets. By the way, I love the way Rolling Stone finishes article. Although some furries are indeed into the lifestyle as a sort of sexual kink, that's not the case for most. Sure, bud. <laughs> then why are you doing it? It's attention. That's what it is. Kids who want attention. That's all it is. Right. Hey, parents, give your kids attention at home. Okay, guys, that's it. We are going to the members Not section. The like I said, we're testing out a new thing here. What am I going to do? Oh, actually, the super chats before we go to number second. I'm sorry. We got super chats here. Thank you, my Thank friends, you. for your wonderful super chats. Here we go. Let's go Adam Leader for 10 pounds. Have you guys seen the video where Christopher Judge learns about furries? No, but we're about to. Sorry. I have to. I just, I don't have a, I have to, I have to see that. Real live time. Yeah. Christopher Judge learns about furries. Okay. Oh, my God. It came up automatically. Here we go. Adam comes up with great stuff. Yeah, good job, Adam. No, 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 no furries. Children, children, and Do we have a furry rep here? Give us a tutorial. What, what is that? People in furry suits. <laughs> you guys like, do we have a furry rep here? Damn, man. They dress up. I was like, what is that? They dress up like animals. They dress up like so animals. Weird. That's great. I'll put that link in the description. Thank you, Adam. That was thanks, Adam. Top tier. Yeah. He's like, what is that? What do you mean they dress up like animals? We all thought the same thing, Christopher. We I gotta it. say, Christopher Judge has a has a, such a great voice. I saw a trailer for God of War where he does the voice, mm. and he is his voice is incredible. He does have a great voice. I want to. I, I just want to listen to him read a book. Uh, Yoran mm. Fouth again. Thank you, Yoran. He said, Thank if you, they Yoran. stupidly remake, if they stupidly remake reboot Stargate, they should cast Wyatt Russell as Jack. Uh, that's a good idea. That's Kurt Russell's kid. Yeah, you know what? I I, I saw a theory recently. And, that's actually um, a good idea. You know. That's a great idea. And he actually looks like him, too. And here's the deal. No, mm-hmm. they're not going to reboot it. But there is a way to get a young version of Jack O'Neill on the show. Do you recall, Shane, that there is a Jack O'Neill clone floating yes. around out there? And he was a child in the series. Mm, you're right. A Jack O'Neill child clone. There is no reason, canonically or otherwise, why we can't have a Lieutenant Jack O'Neill. O'Neill, but it's the clone version. The only person who would do that would be Brad Wright. And since they're not bringing him back, then yeah. But you, but you know, if Brad Wright was going to do it, you know oh, that yeah. that would be the first thing. And, and why not Wyatt Russell? Like what a what a what a, what a meta thing that would be too. Like getting the a, the guy who originally played, you know, to play the clone, that'd be perfection. I like. Did you know, that I heard a story yesterday. Speaking <clears throat> of Stargate and Kurt Russell. That he was so angry on Stargate when he made Stargate, it was he was actually angry because he had such a shitty experience doing Tombstone because he was so pissed off about how when they when they did Tombstone his next movie was Stargate and he was still pissed off while he was shooting Stargate. And that's it, why it showed. That's why Jack O'Neill's an ass kind of. It showed. Yeah, that yeah, it showed the whole time. Yeah. He was great in that role. 
Uh, that I I love that movie to death. That's why it's on my wall, man. Uh, no money, G for ten dollars. Just gave us ten bucks. Just wanted to say hi. Thank Thanks, you, no money. G. Appreciate you, man. You're the, your boss, dude. It means so much, man. We appreciate the support. It helps. Trust me. Okay, Thank so we so we are going to the members section, my friends. Uh, this is how it works. This is how it works. If you want to become a member, it's pretty simple. Hit the join button below to join us over there, and we're going to be testing something new in a couple minutes here. You're going to see the screen go to a uh, a one-minute screen where it's just basically directing everyone to the member section. And then this stream will then be converted from a public stream to a member stream in real time. Ooh. And if it works out this way, this is the way we'll do it uh, forever instead of trying to swap streams and lose people in the process. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I love it. Let's try it. All right. Listen, if you want to become a member, become a member. Mm. Be our hero and become a member. All right. So that's it. That's the speech. We're going to the member section. See you guys over there. If not, we'll see you on. Nothing is impossible. Just do it. Do it. Just do it. Yes, you can. Just do it. So it's just going to take me over there, huh? No, it didn't have to take you. It's it's already here. Like It is now a members only stream. Okay. So, oh yeah, you're right. It just kind of yep. kept going. And we just like, so yeah, that worked great. Did it though? Well, I was I had it sitting over there on the regular stream, and now it just went members. Right, and then and then yeah, yeah. And then and then my public thing zeroed out, so I have zero viewers on the public side, and and now we should probably start. We were probably going to. We should have told them, the only way you can see this is by being a member. If you didn't catch it live, oh, you're right. I forgot to say that. I I, I I did tweet that and I did put it in the community, but I forgot to, I forgot to say that okay. live. You're right. The only way you're going to see the show, like if you didn't show up for it live, you can't see it unless you're a member. It worked. It worked. Yes, Everyone's it's saying it's worked. Woo! No more good. double we streams. This is how we do it from now on. Yeah? So, yeah, I know. I agree. You did a wonderful job. So how do we, like, so on our clips, are we going to advertise the live show? How are we going to do this? So what are we gonna have at the end? We gotta have a oh. thing where somebody. Oh, you mean on the clips? Yeah. You did, did you see the last clip I put up? Or the first clip I put up yesterday? I did. It had some words, but I think we need talking. We need actual. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess we we'll have to know. record that or something then. Yeah, because I think we gotta have it where because this show's happening now. You're gonna have a bunch of people going. They didn't do a show. Where's the show? Yeah, because, because I think we gotta private. have it where it's members thing. Yeah. What I like about this too is that yeah, like like Drew just Drew just said here and. He can see the chat history. Like we didn't lose anything. Like it just converted, you know? That's and, cool. And now so you just gotta let people know. Now there is man. <clears throat> there we go. Now there's great thing about this is now there's less work I do for creating multiple streams. Less okay. work for the viewer to have to try to move over to that stream. Find it. Or right. not get the notification or whatever, you know? Yeah. Oh, all right, cool. Well, welcome everybody. What do we got here? We got Chappie. Juron Falf, August TV one two three. Welcome. Yes, and Archmage is saying it worked. His other account, which is not a member, is blocked. Cool. Perfect. Nice. Archmage Frey, Drew D, Lord Thoth, Wreck Thoughts. Good to see you guys. Penny is here. No money. G. Drew D. Oh yeah, this is great. Actually, yeah, you made it over. All right, cool. I like it. I'm it's actually hard for me to even find the streams afterwards. Yeah. I'm like looking around trying I'm to figure this. it out. So this is perfect. You did a great job. And a, re a reason we're doing, the reason I tried to, I tried to do it this way is because we're no longer going to have the archived video, right? Yeah. So when the stream ends, it's no longer going to be replayable for everyone. 
only members are going to be able to see the stream. Like you can watch it live or, yeah. or you can watch it replay if you're a member, but that's it. And the reason we're doing that was because we're going to, we're going to start putting out daily clips <clears throat> and you can't put a daily clip out with a t- two hour live stream. It'll like the algorithm doesn't like it. Yeah. So we're trying this thing guys. Cause we haven't been growing. We've actually still continued to be losing yeah. members, even going into January, negative 37 every month yeah. subscribers. We keep just losing subscribers. We're not adding any. So we're trying this thing where we're going to still do our live show, but it's going to, it won't be available. So that way the algorithm won't confuse it when we're doing clips and hopefully clips will actually bring in new viewers. That'll be like, oh, this is cool. When is their live show? And then hopefully they'll watch that become members, you know, the whole thing. And we'll grow again. It should be great. <laughs> so no money G was being a smart ass. The sticker had a little furry on it. I didn't oh, did it really? until now. <laughs> Let me see. Let me look at it. Yeah. It does. It's a little fucking animal on it. <laughs> that's, that's great. That's funny, dude. That's great. That whole furry thing is just weird. Yeah, I'm really stoked that this worked because uh, that means that um, it, it's, just, it's just less work. It's easier for everyone. And we'll be able to do this members thing. Before, there's going to be like two streams, members. on. It was confusing, man. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I always have yeah, wreck thoughts on the prime size. Looks like we passed through the gate successfully over here, too. Well, you guys were always on that gate, but thank you. The prime, <laughs> yeah, si- the prime size members the, the entire time, which is, you know, arguably why some people are like, I'm just going to be a prime <laughs> member, so I don't got to move around. You know, I can watch the replay whenever. I don't have to find extra stuff, you know? That's true. All right, man. Yeah. So, uh, so I got some more weird stuff to talk about if you're down or just, you know, what is it? Yeah. I mean, I'm down, but let's see what anybody else has to talk about over here. Sure. Since we're in our member section. Uh, sucks to be a non-member. Ha ha ha. <laughs> He's like, yeah. You're on fault is stroking my member. Okay. Nice. I won't do that. <laughs> what did you think, oh. think about that little member screen? That was pretty cool, right? Do it. Just. I couldn't hear none of it. I gotta go back. You couldn't. Yeah, it was great. I lost subscribers the minute I made a video reading about the WDA. W-G-A-D-E-I letter. Yeah, you, you can't make everybody happy all the time, man. You just got to go with truth, your truth or whatever, the truth. Go with it, you know? Yeah. Shane, are you still into the football season? Still rooting for my Packers really? or against the Bills or what? Yeah, man. The cool thing about the Dolphins getting their asses kicked by the Chiefs was the Cowboys and the Eagles got their asses kicked worse. <laughs> so the heat was off of us. Your Packers killed it against... The Cowboys really, I, I I actually didn't couldn't believe that they did so well. I'm, I'm really proud of you guys. So yeah, I'm rooting for your Packers. Hopefully they'll do well. And I'm still, I, I can't not be into football. It's the way I am. And I'll be looking forward to it. But yes, my thoughts have already turned to Dolphins 2024. So let's see what happens. So you're saying that the Dolphins have zero chance of getting a Super Bowl. Well, they lost. So yeah, they're, they're out. It's- no There's chance whatsoever. Chance. They don't get to play any more games. They're done. Mm, sorry to hear that, bro. Now it's the Bills and the Chiefs and the Texans and the Ravens on the one side. And then on the other side, you got the 49ers and the Packers. And you've also got the, the Detroit Lions and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Those are the eight teams left. I feel like the Packers have like an unfair advantage where like they're <clears> always <throat> playing in the playoffs when it's like super cold and like these guys train in the cold. Well, they won in Dallas in the dome. So mm-hmm. they beat the crap out of Dallas at home, which is crazy because Dallas didn't lose at home for like 14 games. Wow. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty crazy. All right. So there's something I like, like talk about that was, I thought was ridiculous. And yeah. it's this, it's this thing It's coming from Fox, Ohio pastor facing criminal charges every day to house 
to house the homeless. Yes. Okay. To house the homeless. And just watch this real quick. Finally, the pastor of Dad's Oops. Place in Bryan, Ohio, facing charges tonight after opening his church to the homeless. The local zoning commission told church the church Dad's they place. could no longer house the homeless mm. because there's no bedrooms and people are not allowed to eat or sleep on the property. Apparently, it's better to do so outside in the cold. Church, they could 18 charges of zoning. What this guy said was actually pretty funny. He's like, uh, so people cannot, they're not allowed to sleep there or eat there because there's not enough bedrooms. So apparently it's better to sleep out in the cold. These are the I don't understand. So they can't sleep there. Violations. He says he gets a new charge every because day. Because of zoning violations? Open, yes. Because of zoning violations. So what's happening is because there's not enough rooms at his church, people can't sleep there. You have to have enough rooms for people to sleep there. So are you telling me that I can only have an, at my house... I can only have enough people stay over if I have bedrooms for them. Is I that the law? I don't know, Shane. I don't fuck you, government. Yeah. How about that? How about fuck you? And he's getting a he's getting a, literally a daily fine. Every single day they're dropping off a new fine. Where is this at? In in Texas, bro. What the fuck is wrong well, with these people? Along with I'm sorry, Ohio, not Texas. Ohio. Ohio. Well, somebody needs their ass. I mean, obviously it's fucking cold outside. You know, put as many people inside you know, to sleep as possible. I mean, that's, that's his choice. It's his church. You know, what are they worried about? What's the violation for Brian? Yeah. The zoning How is it affecting the city. Right. 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 And that, 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 and that, that is the pure question. The, the zone zoning laws are almost always completely one-sided where it doesn't affect anyone, but for some reason you're getting a fine for it. I, I, this is this is one this is the one that pissed me off the most, and I don't, I don't want to become Adam Carolla here, but I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it, bro. Yeah. When the fire department comes to our shop, and I've learned to keep the doors locked so they can't get in. But this is actually true. They they come to our shop, and they start looking for problems, and they're like, "Well, you got uh, you, know, you got four outlets in here, and all of them are being used." I'm like, "Yeah, they're outlets. Well, they can't all be in use at the same time." Then why do I have four of them? You know, they, they, well, look, I mean, they look up and they see they see the the fluorescent lighting, and they're like, you know what? You have a, you know, eighteen fluorescent lights. They should only you should have only have a fluorescent light every six feet. Then we couldn't see, we couldn't see in here if that was the case. But I mean, even that is like okay, fine. It's like fire hazard stuff, which is great. Okay, but these are literally human beings. I mean, if I want to stack ten bodies high so that they can sleep, I mean, it's my fucking business. It's right. not affecting the fire. There's no fire hazard. There's no, you know, I want to know how it's affecting the city. I mean, I, if this was me, dude, I'd be down. I'd be up city hall's ass with this. No. And, and I guess this guy reached out to the news for that reason, because he's getting, they're getting fines on the daily and he can actually face criminal charges pretty soon. If those fines don't start getting paid, if he can't afford the fines and, and, and the alternative here is that mm. the people sleep outside. In the cold. Doesn't make any sense, man. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll play the rest of what it says. At first I can't Institute, hear it, so I don't Jeremy know. Oh, I'm sorry. Dice, Jeremy, or story, Dice? Maybe. Dice. Dice, got it. So sorry, Pastor, to you, your church is not allowed to take in the homeless. The kind of conundrum here because they're saying oh, video, you so don't have read, beds, but it. you're not allowed to have beds. So because you don't have beds, you can't have homeless staying in there overnight. It seems unbelievable that they want the people outside in the cold versus inside the church. Yeah, well, last year we made the decision uh, to keep our... I'm, I'm going to cut this guy off. I, 
Have you guys ever seen uh, Impractical Jokers? Yeah. This guy we had opened, looks just um, like Sal, uh, Sal Vol- Volcano. Heat, extreme cold before to allow people mm. in. And it's kind of the same. Thing does. We believe that it- um, well, that's the pastor. Uh, yeah, so bottom line is there's not enough beds, there's not enough rooms, and so he can't, they can't mm. stay there, and so instead they're sleep, they're sleeping outside. I just want to know why. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to know they, why that law exists. Because, well, okay, because that's the law. I want to know why though. Like laws don't just exist because why? What was it? Where do they live? Ohio. Why in Ohio can you only? sleep so many people in a house there it is rule there it is ohio administrative code each facility shall have a minimum of 80 square feet per resident for a single occupancy room and a minimum of 60 square feet per resident for a multiple occupancy bedroom regardless of the availability of the square footage blah 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 blah. any facility that does not meet this requirement shall get their ass booted See, you know, what's funny is somehow California is more, and this is a first for me, California is more reasonable with this than Ohio, California. They follow the federal occupancy standards where they go a landlord, you know, they require landlords to allow at least two people to a bedroom, which means there's no, there's no reasonable limit. <laughs> Just, yeah, mm. you can, you can allow up to you. Now the, the landlord can set the occupancy, right? But yeah. they have to allow at least two bedrooms, two people to a bedroom minimum. Most landlords don't ever set a limit. They don't really care as long as the rent's getting paid. Interesting. Well, I just don't see the why. I'd like to know Ohio law. If someone sleeps on your couch, you can't make them leave. Dude, in, in Texas, the maximum mm. people that can live in a dwelling is three times the number of bedrooms in that dwelling. So there's some weird rules I mean, out there. That is weird. I mean, I just want to know why. Like, give me, like, fine, make a rule, but let's give me the why. Why is the government getting involved in your personal life? Do they have something to gain from it? Are they trying to protect you from something? I mean, those are the two reasons why the government doesn't. Yeah, fines. They get to. Are they just arbitrarily being dickheads? Yeah, I think I I think they're just trying to slap fines on the guy. I I bet you, ten bucks says there's people down there that don't like the fact that the guy's a church or, or a pastor. If it was like some kind of non-denominational, non-religious, you know, you know, halfway house or something, it, it probably wouldn't be getting the same scrutiny. And I don't know that for a fact, but usually when someone has gone up against that hard and the alternative is people sleeping out in the freezing cold, there, I think there might be an agenda behind it. I mean, I get rental properties like there's laws against, you know, protecting the landlord. Of course, you, you can't have too many people living in a dog. I get that. Like those rules make sense. But if I own a place and I want to have as many people live in there or sleep in there as I want, what's the what's so apparently it's a fire safety rule is what I'm reading here or, or probably. So they think it's going to cause a fire if you have too many people living in, in the room. Or maybe it's harder for them to get out of the room or something. I don't know. I don't know. It's silly. Chappie in the in the podcast chat says, well, you can also hunt a rifle. You also can't hunt a buffalo from a window while taking a bath. That's a, that's a law. I've, I've read that before. <laughs> that's a law. You can't. Why you would can't it even be on the books? Hunt. I mean, somebody tried buffalo from a window while taking a bath. You know, in Orange County, like where I live, there's mm-hmm. something called the Orange Circle, and it's it's like it's like a, the one of the most historic parts of Orange. It's where like all the buildings started when it when everything was orange groves. There was like 
that was the main that was like the center of town and then there was like a spattering of houses it's probably where some of the oldest buildings in the world i'm sorry in orange are in that area and there is still a rule there is still on the books it's actually we joked i've been joking about this since high school there's still a, a law on the books that says that if your public establishment doesn't have a place to tie up your horse then they can be fined and so when you when you walk around the public the the orange circle you 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 see what looks like bike racks but they're far too thin to be bike racks like a tire won't fit yeah. in there because almost every one of those businesses just to make sure they didn't have problems would set up these stupid little horse racks basically so you could tie up your horse and they they were doing it up until like the 90s bro and there's no no, Crazy. no well, one's riding horses there's also rules against spitting like you can't spit outside something yeah you can't spit rules. out the window or something right yeah you can't spit in public or or drew d says we have a law where you can't have a goat ride in the front seat of a car well huh. that's probably for the safety of of you wrecking into somebody else i'm guessing i love this one in alaska moose may not be viewed from an airplane what in alaska there's a law that says moose may not be viewed from an airplane okay here's a <laughs> Here's an added one. In addition to that law, it's it's also considered an offense to push a live moose out of a moving airplane. Yeah, I'm what? assuming that's the case. That sounds dumb. And it's also an offense to feed alcoholic al- alcoholic beverages to a moose. All of these things someone tried at some point, I'm assuming. Oh yeah, yeah. I like in Arkansas, this is a law. A man cannot legally beat his wife but but not more than once a month. Well, you know where that rule rule of thumb comes from. And alligators <laughs> cannot be kept in bathtubs. Showers are fine. All right. You know where rule of thumb comes from, right? No. You used to be able, you could you could hit yourself with you could hit your wife with a stick, but it couldn't be wider than your thumb. Jeez. That was a law. How stop, about this one? I'm going to stop using the term rule of thumb. <laughs> you can't cut a cactus in Arizona. <laughs> really? Yeah, you have a right to sunlight in California. Really? There's no, yeah. <laughs> There's no explosive fishing in Indiana. You can't use explosives to fish. That's funny. Here, here's one. Connecticut. In order for a pickle to officially become a, to be considered a pickle, it must bounce. My favorite one is it's unlawful to walk backwards after sunset. <laughs> That's weird. Sounds dumb. How about this one? No snakes near the Mardi Gras parade. Oh my God! In Hawaii. Coins, coins are not allowed to be placed in one's ears. They have too, many, too many magicians, magicians doing coin tricks. Oh, in North Carolina, there's no drunk bingo. I love this. In Michigan, this is a current law. A woman is not allowed to cut her hair without her husband's permission. You know, at some point there was like a politician who was like, "No, listen, <coughs> listen, Nancy, I like long hair. God damn it, do not cut your hair. I'm not. All right, all right. You know what, boys? Well, that's." That's because the Bible says a woman's hair is her glory, and they the Bible talks about not cutting your hair. And also, you know, it also mentions that you'll be strong if you have long hair. And I had long hair, and I was not strong. Well, what's up with hair, man? I know. Oh, here in Mississippi, it's illegal to teach others what polygamy is. However, polygamy is legal. <laughs> That's weird. I love this. In Nebraska, if a child burps during church, his parent can be arrested. What? Yes. Is if it an old law? Is that still a law? No, know, it's, some... it's it's on the books. I'm, I'm sure it's not actually. Yeah. Yeah. I love this one. In Nebraska, which last time I checked, there's not a whole lot of whales. It's illegal to go whale fishing. That's weird. Not a lot, lot of whales in, 
in Nebraska? Pretty sure it's maybe maybe some ladies. Yeah, maybe 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 it was like yeah, you can't have the larger ladies, okay? Guys, stick to the younger ones. They're more nimble. Oh my god. That's- Hundred percent agree with the pickle balance law, says Chappie. Chappie says it's law that you can be legally married by publicly introducing a per- a person as your spouse three times. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. That's how you get a girl that won't date you. Just take her around and say you're married to her. Yeah, Drew says mo- almost all these laws are are due to economic reasons. Yeah, it's just trying to find people of <laughs> that. Oh, you can't it. fish for whales because they're mammals. So what does that mean? I don't like. I mean, last time I What does that mean, Art Mage? Because they're mammals. You can't shoot. Maybe you can't hunt mammals? You can't hunt mammals? Is that a law? Are you allowed to hunt? Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, wolves are mammals, you know, coyotes. Yeah, I don't know. Is it? I I, want to publish a book on Amazon about all the most insane laws. I'm sure somebody's done that. I'm sure. But my cover would be way cooler. Yeah. So Nebraska is landlocked. Yeah. Yes, I know that's that's why it makes no sense. They might have a lake. They got some lakes, I'm sure. No, it's triple landlocked. It's it. That's what that's <laughs> triple, the, the term wait, is called. I'm triple, sorry. triply landlocked, meaning that and is and apparently it's rare, meaning that it's circled by three states on either side from the nearest Gulf Bay or ocean, which means that it has no body of water. <laughs> there's no, there's no, yeah, no ocean. Yeah, it's literally wait. in the center of the country. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a sec. Map of the US. Wait a sec. So you're saying that it's unique? What triple landlocked? What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Yeah. The state is the only triply landlocked US state. That's what it says. The triply. only triply landlocked. So like where it's it's like three states removed from water. Is that it? Yeah. Nebraska isn't just landlocked, it's actually the only triple landlocked. I said triply. Triple landlocked state in the country. That means you have to travel through at least three states or two states in a Canadian province to reach an ocean. Oh, an ocean. I see. Yeah. Right. Oh, so it's yeah. illegal to hunt whales in the only triple landlocked state in the country. Well, I'm, well, okay. I want, yeah. I, want some, I want to see someone break that law. South Dakota, you're right. They can go North Dakota and then Man- Manitoba before getting to Hudson Bay. You're right. That's interesting. Well, who wants to live in Nebraska anyways? No no offense to anybody who lives there. A lot of corn in that state. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't even have very much very much water either. Like their their largest body of water is Lake Macogny, which is is pretty small in in consider in you know in comparison. It's only 4 miles wide. It's not that big of a lake. That's true. Well, what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> yeah. That's wild. Or- Nebraska definitely means the fannies. Don't hunt them. Oh, the fatties. Don't hunt them, people. That's really funny. Yeah, I, you know, yesterday I, I ended up driving all the way up to uh, Modesto, and somehow I ended up, I traveled up the 101, and I ended up having to go through, like, the back roads to get someplace. Right. And I ended up on these very tiny farm roads, and I drove right in front of these giant cow farms, right? Like, right. literally, I'm, like, on the road, and within, like, 20 feet is a giant cow farm with tons of cows and of right. course they're just waiting to be slaughtered and just smells right. horrible right <clears throat> i had the windows up and of course i'm not gonna do that of course it smells terrible but the conditions are just fucking terrible like i i i really they're all like laying in mud there's like no grass anywhere it was just fucking terrible that dude. sucks 
you know, I understand it's an industry of meat and I'm not going to stop eating hamburger and steak and shit, but the conditions are fucking terrible. Yeah. Have you ever been, I'm sure you have, it's out here in SoCal. Damn it. Damn it. I'm forgetting the place. It's like where mobile is, uh, where U line is at. Where, where the city is that mm. by Marino Valley that, uh, oh, I'm forgetting the name of the name of the freaking city. It's like, well, what about it? Anyways, this city, when you drive through it, it just smells like pure methane. It's like it's Bakersfield's like that. Bakersfield's like yeah. It's yeah. it's so it's so bad. Like even with the windows up, everything like you become nauseous. Just trying to, I I couldn't imagine living there. Mm. And at what point does that much methane become poisonous? Because it just smells like pure cow farts everywhere. I don't think it's like harmful it just really stinks yeah, i stopped at the gas station and I, I was like almost throwing up just trying to put like 10 oh, bucks bad. just trying to get some gas in my tank so i can get the heck out of there yeah no it's 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 terrible smell and they honestly i mean i would we got to figure out a way to like pasteurize these cows let them i know they're trying to make them bigger fatter there's a whole bunch of stuff into that but holy cow it's you know i don't know if it's doing anything to the environment but it does smell really bad so yeah, no, I there's there's no way it's good. I don't think it's it can't be good for the environment that much methane because like I don't think I don't I know for a fact that there are way more cows than there would be if it was just like in nature, you know? Yeah, well, they got to keep feeding people, right? So like that methane and like listen, the planet's very big. It probably hasn't not doing anything, but but it it has to be doing at least a little something, right? I just don't understand how cow farts. I don't know. There's a whole thing on like. Well, because methane, methane is lighter, whatever, and it raises, it adds the greenhouse gases, right? We also have like five times the number of human beings on this planet that we had, right? And we so, fart a lot too. Uh, we, we all fart. But the majority of us, though, the majority of us, though, when we go poop, <laughs> it goes in the toilet, and it gets processed. Not the gas. Well, no, no, that's not true. Like the whole point of that little U shape in your toilet is to stop mm-hmm. the gas from coming back up out of the toilet. Well, I mean, um, okay, I don't want to get into this directly, but when you're sitting on a toilet, you're not exactly trapping all the methane under your ass. Right, but first off, cows fart way more than we do, and when they poo, they just poo on the yeah. ground. Yeah, cows, cows fart, fart a lot. You. And you know why they fart so much? Because they're they be- four stomachs. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. But they're also being fed the wrong thing. They're being fed like shit they're not supposed to eat. They're supposed to eat grass. Not fucking cornmeal. That's not what cows were ever meant to eat. So they fart a lot because we're trying to fatten them up. Interesting. Okay. Enough of this fucking topic. Back to something Drew, interesting. Drew August D, TV 123. Drew D says methane actually destroys more ozone in the short time, but it breaks down more quickly than carbon. Ah, mm. interesting. All right. That's cool. August 123 TV. Is that rumored Picard movie real? The AI thing. I got to show you guys the AI thing. Oh, man, I should have showed you guys on the regular show. Okay, you guys are all members here. Ready? I'm going to show you guys the AI thing. I just I just did write a question. Hold on a second. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I forgot. My bad. Right. Right. <laughs> I got really excited for a second. August. No, not true. Okay, Brian, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, no, there, there's no Picard movie coming. No, there's no. Yeah, it's not happening. I, although I will say Patrick Stewart really, really wants it to. Yeah. He likes yeah. to get another pay. Yeah, he really. Come on, guys. One one more for the books. One more where you're pushing me around on my walker. Okay, so last, last, this past Monday, whatever, last show we were at, we said, look, what we're going to do is we're going to give 
Shane three, our AI, oh, a, a, hum, a human face. Yeah. And someone suggested that we take it from all the members. So I said, if you want to be part of the combined that was Archmage. Archmage. If you want to be part of the combined face of of Shane three, then drop your picks in the Unleashed channel on Discord. And what happened what happened to us? People did. We got uh look at them sexy Josh. Just pick up Josh. Josh Temple. Josh Temple. We got Jeremy, Jer Bear. Nice. Yeah. Archmage Frey, nice. Rec. Some good-looking people out he there. He said that What's JC up? said, this is me. And then he said, I'm just kidding. Justin Baker. And then he, who is this guy? Archmage too? And then JC Chappie. Okay, the real me. So there's Chappie. And nice. then, of course, we got Euron. Cool. I don't know why. Why are the names cut off? It's so weird. So what I did was I took all those faces, you guys. Awesome. This is going to be great. Yes. And I ran them through, and I ran mm. it through Shane 3. Now, the, right. the first result I got was interesting it was very cool actually the very very first result was like sort of sort of bad so what i did was i increased the amount of epochs that the thing can use and so basically it was running at like 200 epochs and i gave it 800 epochs and that's care. that's the amount yeah. that's the amount of times i can process an image to learn from it so yeah yeah so, gobble 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 goo 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 give me the whatever image. at 800 Im at 800 <laughs> epochs this is the face you got to say epochs again every time this is the face of our members, and now the real face of Shane Three. Dang. Okay. I mean, he fits into the, he he fits in, bro. It does. It works. Fits now, in. now I want you guys to know something. So notice that that character looks cool, right? Cool. But yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what? It, I'm seeing the face, and it did a great job of capturing the face. But there's a lot going on in all these images that it didn't really find. So I increased. This is why I brought the epochs. I increased the epochs to two thousand epochs, and I let I it. I don't know what epoch is, dude. So it's amount. <laughs> it's amount of times it can scan the, the same image over and over again to learn from it. Got it. So, so it makes it more detailed, right? So I gave it two thousand epochs, and it took twenty six hours to pop this <laughs> image out. Yes. Now remember this in in the Discord. Jeremy included a lot of these kind of images. Okay, all right. So, so we got some Viking shit going on. The Viking stuff, axes, oh, right? Nice. Yeah, a lot of stuff like that. And I think that because Jeremy had more pictures than everyone else, except from yeah, and pretty much more than anyone else, it really learned a lot from Jeremy. Because <laughs> this is the result I got after 2,000 epochs. Whoa, okay. Isn't that the it's the same face? It's the same face. It just added detail. It gave him a weird oh. bended battle axe and a top hat for some reason. I mean, it looks cool. I love that extra stuff, but I think the other face is better for like to put on the screen with us. Yes, of course. Yeah. That's I, I cool. Re I realized when this came when this actually popped out that this was like like obviously too much. So it's, it's, called, a backstory. it's called overtraining. You can overtrain an AI to where it just produces random crap. So it's it's giving him backstory, dude. Right. So okay. it's apparently it's a it's a gentleman with a top hat and a battle axe. So it's like a Viking gentleman, I think. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Looks good. Let's now let's go now go back to the one the other face. There we go. That fits into the brothers there. It's got the hat on backwards. Yeah, it's funny. I've never seen a hat. Have you ever seen a hat like that? Like it clearly, it clearly just like made that hat up out of nowhere, and 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 Wreck is bald, so it made sure that the character was bald. Well, is he bald or? Well, in the pictures, he's bald. I'm not sure if he's bald. Bald. Oh, is he? Kind of a handsome dude. 
Yeah, he's he's got the he's got the pe- the, the salt and pepper beard, which is the majority of our our members have some kind of facial hair. Yeah, yeah. It also generated one with glasses, but for some reason it, and I think it's because the quality of the images were low. It didn't give him eyes. It was just glasses, with no mm. eyes. So I like it. I think that's great. There you go, guys. That is. Am I saying it wrong? Efoc? Is it called Efoc? Really? Whatever. What the fuck are you talking about? Apic? Epoch? Epic? Whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the face. That's the that is the IRL face of Shane Three. That's all you guys mixed together. There and what we'll do group. is as more pictures get added into there, I'll add oh, wait, more. It's change. I'll add more pictures. Uh, the more members we get, and and we'll let. We'll let Shane three age. He'll age, and his face will change depending on how many people. Are. That's how he ages with how much data oh. he has to pull from. Okay. Yeah. Looks like that dude that does the barefoot wine commercials for the NFL. That's cool. <laughs> I still think that I, I can't. I, I hope. Hopefully, Jeremy sees this. I think this is funny. I'm sure he'll see it. Awesome. So yeah, we can just throw him up there on the screen with us every once in a while. Have him as a. Uh, can you put him up there like where you put what's his name Wesley? Yeah. Yeah, guys, listen, throw, if you're listening to this right now, whether you're a, a man or a woman, I don't care what you are, or gender fluid, I don't care. Put your pictures in yeah. Unleashed if you want to be part of the ever-evolving Shane 3 image. And what we'll do is at the end of the year, we'll show the evolution. He'll, we'll tr- show him morphing from this first image into what he becomes at the end of the year. Okay, well, how can they give us pictures? Discord, Unleashed channel. And please let it be your real pictures. I know. Yeah. Don't be worried about. Yeah. If you want, can they send them privately if they don't want to share with everyone? If you don't want to share with everyone, you can message me on Discord. That's fine too. Yeah. There you go. And just tell me if you don't want to, you know, anyone to see what it looks like. Chappie wants to know if you can make his mouth move when he talks. Yes, I can actually. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I can. Um, I can. I can literally actually. Oh, you know what you could do? A Python extension have- just came out that allows you to batch images and. You know what you know what a movie is, right? It's just a lot of images. So okay, yeah, true. Okay, could you do this? Can you have everybody record their voice and then combine all of the voices I together? I love it to make Shane's voice. I like the fact that you are Shane's voice. Yeah, but I also like the fact I would love. I, I would, what I'll do is I haven't tried this. This is actually be an experiment for me. Have it train on multiple samples to come up with one general like you know, average sample. And that'll be his voice. Mm. Chappie says we should include our pictures as well. Yeah. I I thought, I thought about that, but I I had not talked to you yet. So I didn't maybe just one. Yeah. Yeah. Pick a pope, pick a photo, pick a good one. Cool. All right. That sounds fun. The evolution of Shane. Yeah. Shane three, Shane three, Shane three is evolving. Drew's going to throw some pics in. I want to see, I want to, I know we have some, some women members throw your pictures in there. I want to see what comes out of that. Some weird, like, amalgamation person, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Archmage wants to know, are we going to bring back the Shane 3 channel to use for this for? That's a good idea. If we make them talk, we should have to. We would have to, huh? <laughs> yeah, we just got to come up with... We, we have to come up with... The, they were interesting. Like, I love kind of those little movie trailers and stuff. But I just want it to make a little more sense, you know? Maybe shorter. Yeah. Maybe they too long. Yeah, we can know? do that. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Do like a five-minute movie review or something. Archmage says it wasn't shirtless. There was actually <laughs> so hold up. For some Brian reason, didn't this picture in there. Yet. I didn't show you. I didn't show you guys that picture, but there was because it was all discombobulated. But there was one picture, like when it was first starting to output pictures, because it outputs like 
hundreds of images. And I, I just usually pick the, from the last two or three because those are the best ones. Mm. But there was one where it that character was naked, full body, but he oh. had no penis. It was uh. just like it was just like a mound. It was like a a, a Ken mound. It was real, real weird. <laughs> weird as fuck. What are you trying to say? We're all cucked? What is, what is, what is, what I think that the think? training data didn't have any penises. It just had skin tone. Makes sense. I don't know who's sending dick pics to the AI. It but didn't okay. have any nipples or 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 penis. <laughs> it was just it was just like a Ken doll, bro. It's like I don't know what to do with this thing. And it was, it was so weird. It was like he was like this. So August TV said shorter would be good, but they were funny the way they were. Okay, well we'll see what we do, August. Maybe we'll figure out something. They were fun to do. I don't know how much time it took Brian to put them together, but. Someone, by the way, Arch made someone's out there training eye with genitals because I've generated images where there was definitely genitals involved. And like, so when you Just generate, stop talking. We don't, you know, I'm not generating them for my own pleasure, but so when you generate images, you have to give it positive <laughs> keywords and negative keywords, right? Negative prompts. Mm -hmm. And I have, I have like 600 negative prompts for telling it like to, because a negative prompt would also be like disconfigured eyes, you know, misshapen, whatever, you know, whatever. Like you have to give it prompts to be to make sure it creates a human and not mm. a fucking monster. Well, <laughs> that depends on your members. What? What? what I guess right. One of I started was generating images. And I kept getting a lot of genitalia for some reason. It was some kind of trained it. I had to actually add into my negative prompts genitalia, penis, mm. vagina. I had to add all of the. You know, anatomically correct words to make sure it right. didn't generate any of that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, less. Dick. August TV says. <laughs> August TV says submit pics of your member for Shane Three's member. We don't want to see anybody's members. But if you're listening to this and you haven't added a picture, go to Discord, add a picture, or email us at our, G our Gmail. It's on. Uh, it's on the or mess private message me. But like, get me your image and I'll include it in that amalgamation person. Okay. All right. I like it. The member stream gives a whole new meaning to the word. Member. <laughs> the members members section. <laughs> a member stream is what you do in the bathroom. Are you going to do one? Yeah. yeah. If, if there's more pictures, I'll, because yeah. it doesn't take any, and really much work for me. I just tie, toss it into the folder and then I start another process and I can, I'm not using Shane for anything else. Like, although you might see it when it's working on images, you might see it if you're using it in discord, it'll, it's responses will be slower because it, there's less computer power. All right. Okay, guys, we're out of here. We love you. <laughs> I don't want those member berries. You're funny, Mark of Age. All right. Well, this is, I hope you guys have a great weekend. Um, we'll be back on Monday. Yep. And remember to catch us live. If not, you're a member, so you'll get to see it regardless. And uh, yeah, wish us luck. I'm still, <laughs> I got to, I'm trying to finish up the Voyager doc. Yeah. Shane really needs to finish that up. I'm, I'm over here. Like I've never <laughs> been, I've, I've never, I've never been like anxious about starting work. And, yeah. I, and usually I'm like, maybe it takes some longer, whatever, it's less work for me. But now I'm like, oh, fuck, I gotta get this thing started. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> well, you got the thumbnail. You got to get the t-shirt ready. You got some things you still yeah, got to do. Yeah, thumbnails, well, the thumbnail's pretty much done. I got to talk to Danny about the t-shirt. You're right. I do. You got to right. get the t-shirt up. But I, I do have a few days. I got a new source material that most people aren't aware of that's going to give us some really cool insight on Voyager that most people don't know. So yeah, He broke into Kate Mulgrew's house. I told him not to, but. Gotta do what you gotta do, you know? Kate was like, damn you, get out of my house. <laughs> you know, and she was like, there. No, hold on, stay. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Coffee? Nice. Do I smell coffee on your breath? There's a co oh. There's coffee out there in that nebula. All right, guys, that's it. We're out of here. Drop your image in the Discord. We love you so much. We'll be back on Monday. Stay tuned. Yeah, talk on Discord. Let's, uh, let's chat. Let's keep this conversation going. 
Have an awesome day. And uh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave you guys with this. Love I you guys. I'm gonna leave you with uh, yesterday. You said tomorrow. So just this guy.